Hi guys, I'm Trace. And I'm Lace. And welcome again to the Trace and Lace podcast. Um, we are here to talk again. We kind of gave a little brief intro. If you watched our first episode, if you haven't, it's probably a better place to start to go and check out our episode before this um, to kind of kind of give a little bit of background info on our subject today, which is human trafficking. Due to co- or with COVID, <laughs> we should say. Yes. So, you guys, in a time when everything is so divisive, I feel like this might be the one and only topic um, that we should all be able to agree upon, and that's that human trafficking is awful. It's disgusting. It's horrible. It has to be stopped. Obviously, it's very real. It's a huge problem in the U.S., as we talked about last time. And for the sake of our kids, um, I think that's why we really have got to start talking about it and becoming more aware. And I know it's not a fun topic. It's horrible. It's not exciting necessarily to listen to or learn about. It's uncomfortable. Um, But I love that I one time read that you can never stop the darkness if you actually don't shed light on the dark. So I kind of feel like that's what we're trying to do. Yes. And I mean, I think lots of people are trying to do, which I love. Exactly. Exactly. Um, So I know there's like a lot of mixed feelings about COVID and whether or not we should be opening the the country or not. Or, you know, I know that there's people dying and I know that it's real. And I know, I mean, can go so far into that. But the reality of it is, is that due to the recent lockdowns due of COVID, school closures and you know parents being home and things like that have made sex trafficking of children absolutely skyrocket like tim ballard gave the numbers i don't even know i have to to share the video but the amount the percentage that it's that it's raised is absolutely crazy because while not only are our kids sitting at home online no supervision and even if they are supervised these predators are so good that they know how to get past different parental controls but while the kids are sitting home with nothing to do and online so are the predators and they're approaching our kids through any way that they can posing as again looking for kids to give them someone to groom and you know you know i heard a stat this morning that was interesting someone said that on the dark web right now, these pedophiles are having like a heyday. Like they said, it's harvest time. Yeah. And that just really struck a chord with me. Um, you know, I, and I was talking to another friend and I think all of us come from very different backgrounds. And so I couldn't relate to this because I grew up far different than he did. But I wanted to share his story with permission because I feel like it gives a really good real life example. And he said, you know, Lacey, for me, school was always an escape. School is when I felt safe as a kid. School is when I got away from the drama and the violence that was happening in my household. Um, and I think, sadly, a lot of lawmakers are failing to recognize the kids when they go to the table to make these decisions. Exactly, because while it's not going on in your life and it's not a reality in your life and it's not something that you have to work worry about, it is a reality of what other people have to worry about and I mean again we can go into it but like you know we're talking at a time right now where people are feeling oppressed and people are feeling like you know they're they're being held back or they're not being treated right or this or that and it's like you know this whole word of privilege and you know well even some of those people again you there's other kids that don't have 
yeah. the same safety that yes. we feel that we take for granted every night of having yeah you know you might get reprimanded by your mom and whipped and whatever <laughs> but like that's nothing compared to having to wonder if someone's going to come into your room and violate you and hurt you and like I just so it's just like we, things that we don't even have to think about and lawmakers don't have to think about that they need to start thinking about yeah we got to put the children in the forefront again yes um we got to stop the political debate obviously COVID's real like we know that yes um but I know Tracy I want you to share some of the numbers between COVID and human trafficking and just kind of talk about the problem that it has created okay so in March it's when the shutdown began, I think, for yes. pretty much everybody. Yeah. Yeah. So at that time, there were 2 million reports of crime against children in the United States. 2 million in one month. 2 million in one month. And that was <laughs> two times more than 2019. Okay? So 2 million, or 2 times more. So that would mean there was one only million. a million last year. Yeah. So in April... Reports show that there were four times higher than last year with 4 million reports that month of crimes against children reported in the U.S. for the month of April. So 4 million in April. And I I mean, I, I'm not surprised that it went even more higher. up as things stayed closed. People were online even more. People got, I hate to even say this, people got bored, right? And Can you even imagine what it is like? between May and June. Like, I mean, no. I don't even have those stats, but... Parents are just trying to keep a job. Parents are trying to survive. I mean, I know I feel it as a mom. Like, we're stressed out. And these kids sometimes are left on their own. Yeah. Um, And I think one thing we should consider is, you know, every 30 seconds, guys, a child is stolen for sex, for slave labor, or for organ harvesting in the world. I think that's another thing that people think that these kids are being taken um, just for for sex, for sex. But organ harvesting is another thing that that, that blew that, my mind, dude. I mean, that they are like it's a huge industry of organ harvesting. I had literally no idea, no idea until I started looking into it. And I think once again, it was an interview with Tim Ballard, and he talked about. The price these people were willing to pay. And I'm like, how disgusting and evil. Yeah. Like, what in the world? Yeah. Sometimes it's people who have... Yeah. We'll have to get into that another day. And can you imagine (laughs) if every 30 seconds a child was dying of COVID right now? Can you imagine the outrage? Can you imagine what would be all over media? What would be going on right now if every 30 seconds a child was dying from COVID? Yeah. Yeah. Crazy, just but you know, being that. being being taken for sex or organ harvesting or abuse, you know that doesn't that's yeah doesn't deserve the media coverage. It's terrible. Um, so let's see. As we reported earlier, eight hundred thousand children go missing every year. So, and yes, that's every year. Okay. So according to the Worldometer, as of July thirteenth. Okay. So this was yesterday. There have been 574, 528,000 deaths worldwide due to COVID. Okay, so the amount of people that have died from COVID in the world in the world is still 300,000 less than the amount of children that go missing every year. Is that not like mind blowing? Yeah. And we don't even hear about it. 
don't even hear about it at all. I mean, I talk to so many people right now that are like messaging me and they're like, I know that you've been passionate about this, but I've never really done any research on it. And I'm like, I'm like not okay as I'm reading the stats and numbers that I'm finding out right now. And I'm like, I know, but like I said, I dare say that 99% of us had no idea that those were the stats yeah. for missing children. It's not something that's talked about. So how would you know unless you like actively, unless you actively go and seek it out, people don't know. And you know, that's the sad thing is, of course, we mourn with those who have lost anyone due to COVID. Um, it's horrible. Any death is horrible. But at some point, we have to start looking, and policymakers especially, have to start looking not just the physical effects that this virus will have, but the mental, the emotional, the societal consequences of the virus, I yeah. think, are going to far outweigh the physical consequences. Agreed. And, you know, as Trump tweeted, he says, the cure can't be worse than the virus. Oh, so. That's a mic drop. Yeah. That's a good one, Trump. <laughs> yes. So, again, um, we're going to probably be hearing us talk about this a lot, but July 30th is Human Trafficking Awareness Day, and it's just time to rise up and take a stand, guys. We need these children need your voices. Our country needs your voices. Um, and it's time to start speaking up and um, helping make a change and spread awareness. And also, we wanted to say that if you haven't seen – um, Tim Ballard has created an awareness campaign that we can all get involved in. So, you know, you don't have to donate. You don't have to, mm -hmm. you know, if you don't have time to go and personally volunteer, um, you can text help them to 51555 to be in the loop of what's going on and kind of stay up to date on ways that you can help. Yeah, ways you can help. Help them, all one word, all caps. Help them, 51555. So, okay. and we'll also link that in our next oh, yes. podcast highlights. highlights that will be COVID, um, the COVID human trafficking. So be sure to check that out. So thanks yeah. for tuning in, guys. Thanks so much, guys. And please, if you liked watching or listening, make sure that you subscribe and share with your friends. Yes. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.